The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, uh, 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 Mr. Jason Kupsik. What's cracking? Uh, we're, we're early today. I didn't have I any beer in the fridge. <laughs> I need to go down to Big Rip and get some more. What uh, What are you sipping on, then? Oh, I just got water. Nice. Hard ass. Nice. So what's it feel like to be a free man? A free guy. I, uh, yeah. I officially am, yeah, now full-time. Full-time at the manor. Pretty good stuff, right? Uh, but it gives us more time for activities, you know? Yeah. Like uh, doing our podcast at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, huh? <laughs> I'll have to be more prepared next time. Uh, I'm sorry. I just kind of sprung that shit on you, too. I was like, hey... <laughs> All right, we're professionals, so yeah. We so I mean, it should totally be fine because <laughs> we are. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm a doctor, so <laughs> I'm a doctor. Sure. I guess. I mean, we got people online calling me doctor now, so <laughs> which is kind of nice. It's uh, uh, it makes me wonder how long until people start asking for like medical advice. You know what I'm saying? I can give medical advice, but yeah. it, I I will tell you not that I you can't follow it. No, I can give you advice. <laughs> like take two of these. Call me. We're at the beginning of the show now. No, God, no. That says do not follow any medical <laughs> advice given out on this show. So here's the deal. I'm gonna. <laughs> I think I'm gonna reach out to a couple buddies of ours. Um, and have them make a disclaimer that says that. Yeah. <laughs> that says something like that. And then we'll just put it as a sound clip that we could just throw in wherever. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we did get a text. Um, I want to hear it. From Shaggy. Nice. It says, okay, seriously, screw Bill Nye. Yeah, fuck that guy, he right? Had a, <laughs> he had a science kids show like 100 years ago. Big deal. Beekman's world was way better anyways. Beekman. Beekman. That's good stuff. And we also got a new review on iTunes. Ooh, is it good? We're up to 30 now. Yeah, it's five stars. Ooh. It's from Dalantay216. Okay. Uh, It says, I thought I already left a review, but I'm going through the episodes I've listened to and y'all are pretty awesome. Nice, man. Continue to do a great job and do more shows with the guys from Hysteria 51 or even the guys from Alien Theorist Theorizing. Ooh. I'm confident that'll be an amazing show. I'll I'll check out. I haven't yeah. heard of the Alien Theorist Theorizing podcast yeah. before. I'll have to check that out. I'm going to look this up right now, actually. This is awesome. I love we podcasts. Be, uh, we will be getting John Goforth on at some point. Yeah. We had planned to do it closer to when Brent was on, but uh, he 
went on vacation and then we got busy and whatnot. So, but I will be going and hopefully Josh can come too. You're invited Yay. to go up in July with me and be in studio with Hysteria 51. Does that mean I they finally... They built a new studio. Did they actually. really? Yeah, they, it's not in Brent's basement anymore. Wow. Would this mean that I get to meet my idol, Conspiracy <laughs> Bot? <laughs> now, why is... Conspiracy bot, your idol. It's just the drop-ins, man. It's the, the drop-ins that are fucking dynamo. Like There's they a are bit amazing. Of, uh, drama, a little bit of tension Dude. between conspiracy bot and I. <laughs> yeah. Online, I, I, I cannot wait <laughs> until the like show. Me on Facebook. <laughs> I cannot wait until the, the <laughs> episode, though. Now, what was that one? It was called Alien. Theorist. Theorist theorizing. Theorizing. Okay, I got it. There it is. I'm going to, uh... says the boys get drunk. Megalithic structures revisited. Ooh. I'm I'm just going to pick an episode here. I'm just going to pick... I'm going to pick a couple different episodes. And I am just downloading... Case file 35, alien abductions, and case file 32, alien races. Ooh, secret space program. That's case file 31. I'm going to download that one, too. Oh, speaking of secret space program, I didn't pull the article because it's not really paranormal. It's cool, but, sure. I mean, it's not even really odd, but okay. it is. it was a secret thing. Did you Have you seen the thing uh, about the spacecraft that landed in Florida? Was it? Oh, no, I didn't. What happened it, in Florida? It was a secret NASA program yeah. where this thing flew around the planet for two, two years. What? It, looked like, it looks a lot like a space shuttle. And they've announced it, you know, and it's really, it was flying around the planet for two years, sustained up there. And now this, I mean, this is us then, basically? I mean, this is yeah, us. Yeah, it's this not an alien government. spacecraft. Right. I mean, it's a is... NASA spacecraft that flew around the planet in orbit for two years. And nobody noticed? Well, or... I mean, who's going to notice? That's a good point. That's I look up point. at the sky, but all I see is little lights. It's pretty impressive. Now, I was talking because our buddy, uh, our buddies David Glidden, uh, and John, who we've had we've had on the show before uh, from Four State Paranormal, they're actually at the Manor right now, and I got to chatting with them uh, last night, and uh, it was interesting because John was talking about this company or whatever that's now coming out with this uh, this device or this lens specifically that can see like apparitions, so. Hypothetically speaking, you hear something or whatever, you have this lens, you put it up, you look through the lens or whatever, and you would be able to see then the the apparition in question that is supposedly making this noise or what have you. Also, this company is claiming that it does the exact same thing with um, cloaked uh, spacecraft. The maybe uh hovering around uh hovering around earth or what have you very interesting stuff man very freaking interesting stuff and apparently this is coming out like this summer at some point this will be available to literally no everyone. one you don't think so 
if this is really I don't know, dude. Thing, um, I don't know. If our our government has some sort of spacecraft flying around that's cloaked or aircraft even. Mm-hmm. Sure. They're going to squash this thing. I mean, they can. Obviously, they sure. can get away with it. Yeah. Um, or they can come in and like sabotage the company yeah. or, or something, make it look like something else. So sure. It's, Absolutely. Nobody will believe it anyways. Yeah. They'll think it's made up somehow. Sons of bitches. Dirty sons of bitches. Uh, I do want to mention before we get into more news Let's that do we do have another sponsor that we don't have a spot for yet. Yeah. Um, the EGT project. Yep. That's Bart and Carrie, and I've investigated and stuff. Josh hasn't met them yet, Not but yet. they're great people, and they're going to be at the conference running all the AV, and they're going to be working with the manor some a bit. It's not solidified yeah. yet, but they yeah, probably will be, be. Should be a lot of fun. So go to egtproject.com. I think it's .com. I don't think it's .org. Oh, okay. it's on the screen right now. E- <laughs> the com. Nice. And they are starting to build a company where you can rent ghost hunting equipment and yeah. they can teach you how to use it for a small class Which or stuff like cool. that. And this guy is one of the most, probably the, the most, audio, uh, most experienced audio technician I've ever met. Nice, dude. And he, um, you know, they just got done. Well, I don't, I don't think they're done because I don't know how long Garth Brooks is here. But he runs. He's the one that did all the setup for the audio equipment for Garth Brooks at the Sprint Center. Right. So that tells you that he knows his shit. He definitely knows his shit. That's for sure. Especially if Garth Brooks got him on the payroll. You know what I'm saying? It's well, pretty impressive, dude. Brooks well, it's center, probably the Sprint Center, say. but still. That's damn impressive, that's for sure. Damn impressive. He's been doing it for like 30 years, I guess. So. Shit, yeah, dude. Look, more, look for more from them. Go follow them on all the social medias and stuff. So. Dude, I just got to say, before we get into the news and everything, that profile picture that you just put up, man, it is fucking with me bad. Like, I told you. I don't she know looks why. into your soul. There's nothing crazy about her except for her. Other than her nothing, fucking face. Like, like. <laughs> obviously crazy about her. Like like the other ones I put up. God. She has a little bit too much makeup on. but A smidge. She, she will probably make you go insane by the end of this episode. Can't wait. Can't wait. So, um... Interesting stuff here. And we, we've talked about this uh, very briefly before on the show, but uh, a 290 million year old footprint that people have found here. It says um, all sort of species have uh, walked the earth since the beginning, but no creature like the human species have, have existed uh, millions of years ago. Now, so during that time, there were there were several forgotten marine type creatures, reptiles, and insects. Um, but it's it's interesting because they found this they found this freaking footprint. Um, it says there are many indications that humans may have lived in as much in a much distant time than that we usually hear of. There are findings of human skeletons dating back hundreds of thousands of years. 
uh, strange tools, meaning that some ancient human species were already a little advanced. Probably not that much, but uh, it says, if not much more advanced than we currently think. Now, but even more impressive uh, are certain footprints that indicate that humans set foot on Earth uh, on Earth's soil, excuse me, millions of years ago, um, which is something new, something that we hadn't heard of. Uh, one such footprint is what's called the uh, Zapata Track, and it was found in New Mexico. The, the Zapata Track is a big human footprint, dates back to the uh, Permian period. Am I saying that correctly? I think, I think so. I think it's Permian, yeah. Uh, Permian period, which is way before even the existence of dinosaurs. And there's a video here that I'll uh, I'll share on the Facebook page. Very interesting. Like, what do you like? Is this possible at all, Koopsik, Doctor Koopsik? Like, yeah. So there was because, another story I heard on Mysterious Universe. Okay, I believe it was Mysterious Universe. From last week's episode. 290 found, million years. Well, this one's not that old, but it's... Okay. So, they just found um, a mastodon body. Yeah. And those were before the mammoths. Those were like the ancestors of the mammoths. So, sure. they weren't around when humans were around in right. our known history. But, they just found one... In the United States, I believe, in North America at the very least, sure. that had been found with human bones. Whoa. Maybe at least human t- tools and uh-huh. such that had killed it. That would still suggest, though. That's amazing. And I can't remember the... the it's It added, like, I think 100,000 years to... Damn. Our timeline, Damn. And, and they're still dating it, and you know, of course, all the mainstream scientists are saying they must have messed up the dating process, okay, or, right, or whatnot. But yeah, I mean, they're finding this isn't the first thing, and it won't be the last thing. Right. Eventually, they'll. What I'm saying though is like, it out, but. you know, how easy is it to donk up those tests? Mm, see, the problem with the test, this test is, is yeah, maybe they can mess up the dating. But yeah. still, apparently, these mastodon bones have signs of these tools or wow. weapons being used on it. Yeah. I mean... Which isn't like a scientific dating process. That's just there, you know? Right. It's interesting, though. I'm looking at the picture or whatever, and I see, like, it almost looks too perfect for a footprint. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Like, it almost looks just too perfect. Um, but it's not its not necessarily any larger or, or smaller or anything like that than a normal human footprint would, would appear to be. Um, it's just supposedly 290 million years old. Which is fucking crazy, dude. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't know, man. I think it might be possible that they fucked up. <laughs> I think it's very possible that they donked it up somehow. I mean, when we did the out-of-place artifacts thing, yeah, um, the scientists were claiming that the rock 
wasn't as old. Like some of those items were encased in rock. Sure. But that it was through a process that made it seem older, but it wasn't as old and, and whatnot. So either way, I don't know if we'll ever... I mean, they, I don't know if they can prove it, and if they prove it, if people will believe it. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I think there's always going to be the naysayers anyway. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to be like, oh, well, you must have screwed something up somehow. There are always going to be those peeps out there. No matter even oh, if yeah, you had, definitely. like, some form of fucking definitive proof, there's still going to be the naysayers. Um, I don't know. Interesting stuff, though, man. Definitely interesting. So what else did you find, my friend? So have you seen... It's been all over Facebook, at least, and I'm sure... I've seen it on Instagram a bit. The trail cam picture of the girl that's supposed to be a ghost girl. Ooh. I don't know if I have. I mean, you may have seen the image, but okay. click on the article. It sure. was just like a girl, a younger girl standing in the woods and her legs look look blurry and whatnot so this the headline is trail cam ghost girl case solved case close huh so yeah and i kind of called this one with a few people on facebook (laughs) i it looked to me i mean obviously it's a girl it's a solid girl it's um but people were calling it the best ghost evidence and, and whatnot. Oh, and uh, did we finally capture a ghost? And and their main argument was, is this trail cam was put out in the middle of the woods where people just don't go. Or it's too far from well, an area with people. People obviously go out there because why. there's a fucking trail cam there. <laughs> well, somebody, this guy somebody went out there, out there put a trail cam out there. But yeah, yeah. somebody goes out there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I said that it looked like a girl... That saw the trail cam, yeah. jumped in front of it, got one picture taken, and jumped out real quick. Because some of the, those take, some of them they're set to take a picture when it sees movement, but then it'll, it'll you know, take a little bit of time before it takes the next picture. Sure. So this comes from ten or News Ten ABC. Um, authorities in Cambridge, New York, have identified the little girl who baffled the town when she mysteriously appeared on a trail cam photo. Uh, despite the image circling throughout the area for weeks, local business owner Chick, his name's Chick or her name Chick Wilson, nice. only learned of the mystery this week when he saw that his name's Chick or Sheik, maybe it's Sheik. Don't try uh, to church when, it up. <laughs> when he saw the photo, Wilson instantly recognized his granddaughter playing in the woods and recalled that they had walked through the area during the time the image was taken. Uh, he subsequently called the police who declared the mystery solved, much to the chagrin of psychics calling to say they could contact the girl on the other side. Of course they could. Ironically, Wilson expressed remorse for having busted the ghost and bursting the proverbial proverbial bubble for anyone hoping the image showed a spirit. Well, there you have it, peeps. You heard it here first. <laughs> Debunked. <laughs> well, we aren't oh, the first. Nope, heard it here first. Nope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nope. <laughs> I did call it before this came out, though. Very that it true. Was, uh, just a girl running through the woods having fun, probably with an adult, and I was right. Yeah. 
Just uh, out for a walk with uh, with Grandpappy. I just didn't like the argument. The argument yeah. that it's out in the middle of nowhere, so why would there be anybody there? So now all these psychics that are calling in and all that, so <laughs> like, what's what's uh, what's the deal with that? Well, it's just like, what was it, Sylvia Brown that told oh, the lady dear. that she was talking to the spirit, uh, the reporter that brought in a picture of herself, yeah. younger? Yeah. Was that Sylvia, Sylvia Brown that told her that she was dead? Probably. Uh, the reporter said, the, the reporter said, this girl is missing. Can you tell us what happened to her? Uh-huh. And I think it was Sylvia Brown. If it wasn't Sylvia Brown, it was another TV psychic. It was probably Sylvia The TV Brown. psychic said, she's dead and I'm talking to her and this is where the body is and, and whatnot. And it ended up being a picture of the reporter that brought it to her. See, this is my point. Like... I believe that there's psychics out there. I absolutely believe that phenomenon exists. Absolutely. People obviously want to be that, so they're going to... But you know what? I could sit here... maybe can't be proven. Like, if this was never found to be anybody, like, if if this person didn't... Even if this person saw it and didn't come forward, they're like, whatever... Here's the bottom line. Of course, line. Like, if it couldn't be proven, of course, psychic people that want to be psychics would yep. jump all over it. Bingo. Here's the bottom line. I could sit here all day, and I could tell you, yep, I'm a psychic. Okay? I could just say it. Yep, I'm a psychic. And I could just play the part of a psychic for about a week or two or whatever. Um... I could cold read people or what have you. I could, you know what I'm saying? I could say all the right things, um... It is the easiest thing out there to say that you're a psychic. You know what I mean? The easiest thing in the world. Because all you have to do is say, I'm a psychic. All you have to do is say, I I can talk to, uh, talk to the dead. I can hear the dead. I could, you know, I could, whatever. It is the easiest thing in the world. Because you don't have to necessarily produce results. You know what I'm saying? Not if, um... But now, yeah, when you're on TV and you're on uh, the Montel show every other fucking week, you know, then, yeah, you're going <laughs> to... You're going to be fucking wrong, like, a lot of the time, probably. It makes me wonder how much of the Montel show was cut, spliced, and, and edited... So she just appeared to be correct all the time. Is that what she was on? I th- I believe it was the Montel Williams show. I never back- watched that show. I I didn't either. Um, but yeah, it's I, I believe that was the show. But I know she was on there often, quite often. Well, and even if they're wrong, yeah. they can just say, "Oh well, I I read it wrong," or "Oh well, I thought it was this," or "Oh well, yeah. there's always an excuse." Exactly. Just my goodness. My flipping good. I'm sure it's not a... Even for the people that do have the ability, I'm sure it's not a 100% thing. No, absolutely um, not. So, who knows, but... Like I said, I, man... There's I've, people jump over on jump on anything if they think they can get attention for it. Yep, bingo. Like, uh, my buddy uh, Psychic Andy over here in Omaha, Nebraska, he's a good pal, um, he has knocked my socks off. My uh, I have another pal who lives over in... Uh, in Lincoln, Nebraska, Cheryl Ann Fletcher, um, she has knocked my socks off before. Um, our, our buddies, uh, two guys in the know, 
they did the same thing. Like, they told me shit that nobody had a clue of. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was amazing to me. Absolutely amazing. So, the phenomenon exists. It absolutely exists. But God bless it. Like, it is the easiest thing to fake, I think, in the, in the whole field. Like, that's why, I don't know. My guard's always up, is, is a good way to put it. Yeah, definitely. For sure. All right, let me see. What well, I mean, I'm that way with anything in this field. Not just psychics. Uh, everything. Right. Every picture, everything that... Well, and let's let's be honest here because, like, you know, guys like you and I, um, that, you know, we do a lot of, like, conferences. We do a lot of, uh, you know, speaking and things. Like, we're in the public eye a lot, and people bring this stuff and show us. Um, and a lot of it, yeah, is, you know, uh, orbs, you know, pictures of orbs and things of that nature. We get this stuff a lot. You know, we get we get stuff sent to us all the damn time, too. So... It's just difficult. It's God bless the difficult, buddy. <laughs> Jesus, Louise. Did I lose you? You're there. No, I'm I got here. you. No, I got you. I heard something in the background. I heard something in the background, too. I thought it was you. It ain't me. That's for damn sure. My goodness. I don't know. I'm just trying to unscrew all this audio stuff. I had, uh, I was running sound for the, my wife's a dance teacher. And so we had a recital last night. So I was running sound for that. So I'm trying, I'm still over here twisting knobs and stuff like that with the board. Trying to unfuck what I already did. Twisting knobs. (laughs) Just twisting knobs. You know how it is. You know how I do it. Oh my goodness. Well, I got one here that doesn't have to do with twisting knobs. Liar. Female dragonflies fake death to avoid sex. <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> Just what do you think? The I have a headache line. Like yeah. this is this is bad. <laughs> like fuck, it's not a good time to be a dragonfly. Continue. This comes uh, from Mysterious Universe. Okay. Um Ah, uh, the little creatures of nature. They don't know that they're ugly. Well, maybe <laughs> they don't some know male dragonflies ugly. do. They, the poor bastards, they don't know they're ugly. According to some bizarre new insect mating research, <laughs> Rasim Khalifa from the University of Zurich was conducting field re- research of dragonflies in the Swiss Alps when he noticed some peculiar mating behavior that suggests female dragonflies have cunning ways of avoiding unwanted advances. As he was observing mating behavior, Khalifa witnessed a dragonfly being chased by another when the pursuee suddenly fell to the ground upside down, seemingly dead. Wow. As its pursuer flew off, Khalifa went to examine the fallen dragonfly, which he noticed was female. After a few seconds, it flew away seemingly fine. Huh. In his published case study of the behavior, he writes that he was stunned by what he witnessed. I expected that the female could be unconscious or even dead after her crash landing, but she surprised me by flying away quickly as I approached. The question arose, did she trick that male? Did she fake death to avoid <laughs> harassment? Uh, if so, this would be the first record of sexual death feigning in wow. dragonflies. Wow. 
and probably the fifth in the animal kingdom. So there's four other creatures that do this. This is um, amazing. Including, oh, so, including humans or... There, <laughs> no. So, yeah, so there's, there's a spider, there's two species of flies, and a European mantis that do this as well. Wow. Uh, the fake, he was... Huh? They just fake death. Apparently, they yeah. don't want they don't want to get laid that bad. They had a um, they had a graphic of it and of them flying around and then <laughs> showed the female falling down and the then the male flies off and then the female flies off in the other direction. So it says he was able to replicate sightings of the same behavior four more times by attempting to catch other females who seem to be <laughs> playing dead. All four flew away just fine after crashing dead to the ground. It makes me wonder, like, how long until the guys, like the guy dragonflies, how long until the male dragonflies, yeah, how, until they get well, wise Well, do all dragonflies this? look alike? Can they tell them apart? Uh, I, I almost said a bad joke. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> uh, if they can or not. <laughs> but I'm sure uh, they can in some way. Uh, so-called sexual death feigning. It's amazing is one of the rarest and most mysterious behaviors in nature, only witnessed in a few other insect species, sure is a lot more interesting than human equivalent uh, <laughs> sexual sleep feigning, otherwise known as marriage. <laughs> otherwise just known as marriage. That's it good. says, in the case of the dragonflies, he suspects the death feigning could be a way for females to protect already fertilized eggs, which could be yeah. damaged by the attempts of a too late would-be lovers. It's fascinating, though. Absolutely fascinating. I love the, it. You should, um, um, <laughs> you should try this on Kirsten. Oh, okay, please, yeah. What do I try? Do it, do it for the show. You know, write down your findings. Okay. All right. What am I doing? Fake a heart attack <laughs> and death next time she comes on to you. Okay. Okay. Let's see she'll what happens. Like, hey. It's for science. She's like, hey, you want to mix it up? <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> I end up dying, croaking right there. She's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> It could be fun. It, it will be fun. Trust me, I'm a doctor. <laughs> That's what's up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Good stuff, buddy. All right. Well, I tell you what. Let's take a little break. Hear a word from our sponsors, and be right back. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. 
Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, peeps, we be back. Mr. Kubsik, you there, sir? I am here. Get your refill on the water? Nope, wouldn't got a kiss from the wife. Ooh. <laughs> Don't tease me. She now. didn't. She didn't fake death, so that's a good sign. Hey, that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, maybe we should cut the show a little short, huh? What's up? <laughs> no, she's working. <laughs> yeah, sure she is. <laughs> hey, come on now. <laughs> oh my goodness! Let me pull this story up here. Strange mummy with elongated skull, extraordinarily long fingers, was unearthed in Peru. Uh, this comes from, let's see, best-selling author, radio and television, uh, famous conference speaker, L.A. Marzuli. Uh, recently made a shocking discovery that sent waves throughout the extraterrestrial community. His cutting-edge research is renowned and known by many in his community due to his many years of being an active researcher and member of the extraterrestrial community. Many look to him... Uh, as an admirable, respectful, incredible source when it comes to extraterrestrial findings such as UFO sightings and theories. So his most recent discovery, uh, which even he himself claimed it was uh, his utmost honor to be able to be at the site of this discovery, uh, which was disclosed location somewhere in Peru. He claimed that the findings were extraordinary just simply out of this world. L.A. Marzulli was unable to take video for or examine, excuse me, or examine the specimen as he claimed that it was a private institution and that he is lucky enough to even have been able to see the specimen with his very own eyes right in front of him. Now, it's the world's first completely intact mummy, even with its skeletal system being in good condition, which is apparently quite odd they were able to see a complete vertebra um, vertebra uh, which Marzulli claimed that throughout his entire career in this line he has never seen any mummy like this before long necks um, are a species of humans and even maybe alien that had been theorized about because certain incomplete mummies had uh, have hinted that this was a possibility. So uh, apparently they're calling these long necks. <laughs> but being an expert, Marzulli then went on uh, to take still photos of the completed mummy from all angles, especially from the back, as this showed the vertebra of this extraordinary mummy, which connects straight to the skull, suggesting that this mummy might actually be a different species or what we may classify as alien so 
being an artifact that belongs to a private institution uh, may actually suggest that there is a lot more going on about this mummy than initially meets the eye, which is my, that was my initial thought too. Um, Because private institutions such as like the Smithsonian have uh, privately collecting many ancient artifacts of unknown origin and hiding them from the world. Uh, The public knows nothing about these artifacts and, and what they might even entail about the existence of beings other than humans that existed in a time long before us. So uh, one can only wonder and hope that one day this classified information is released to the public such that we are not left in the dark. For now, we can be content with uh, discoveries that dedicated and true-seeking public fingers uh, such as Marzuli released to the public and might not be everything, but at least it's part of the bigger picture that we get to see. Now he's pretty fucking excited about this. And looking at looking at this mummy, it has this elongated skull, uh, but most definitely intact. And they weren't joking about the long, creepy-looking fucking fingers. Like if this turns out to be fake in some way, I'm gonna be pissed. That's what I was going to say. I mean, like became, nowadays, it's most likely fake and has to... Obviously, it has to be proven to be real, but right. I Which, wouldn't be surprised. It. I'm going to hold my breath. I'm not going to hold my breath, but yeah, well, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised this. if in a couple of weeks we hear, oh, yeah. this thing's fake. We're definitely going to have to keep following this story. Um, the one thing that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, I guess, is, okay, yeah, I get why he was not allowed to, to touch it anything like that Mm. I get it Uh, it's a private institution behind it so yeah it makes it understandable but at the same time that's where I start to kind of fall off you know what I mean Um, yeah you're not allowed to really get in there and examine this especially a guy uh, supposedly of this caliber is not allowed to really touch it or do anything they're like yeah you can take all the pictures you want but at the end of the day what you're left with is still a, a, a really creepy looking mummy thing a really creepy looking body that could have easily been designed in a in somebody's fucking garage well, it's like the Iceman that they won't allow to melt to to see if it's real. They won't allow it oh, to melt? Oh, the one in Texas or whatever. They don't want to melt it. Well, um, they're afraid of, like, Encino Man happening again. I know this. Like, I know. Yeah, they're probably. pissed. They, they're thinking it's probably, like, Brendan Fraser going to pop out of yeah. Polly Shore. Polly yeah. Shore is probably the Iceman nowadays. Well, I mean, for the most part, both of those guys have dropped off the map. It could yeah. be either one of them. I mean, let's be honest here. <laughs> Polly Shore was in um, Is he still Sandy alive? Wexler on Netflix, just in the background. I don't. If you haven't what? watched Sandy Wexler, no, the I haven't. Sandler thing, the movie, it's it's funny. It's worth the watch. It's free on Netflix. But and um, Polly Shore is it, just it in the background, has like an extra. Hundred, well, no, he's not an extra. So okay. it's hard to explain. But throughout the movie, they cut to what's obviously a wedding, often, and. Okay. There are hundreds of celebrities in this wedding, mostly comedians from 90s and uh, early 2000s. But 
former Anyways. SNL cast members, basically. A lot of them, yeah. but also <laughs> like Conan. Well, Conan was SNL, but like he was Jay a Leno, writer. Like, ev- literally, there's probably a hundred different names I could say, wow. and you would know all of them. Like wow. David Spade. Nice um, man. Got Schneider oh, in there. They got Rob Schneider in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's I'm in the sure movie, he's in there. but he's not in the. Yeah, he's in the movie, and okay. he's, some of them are actual actors throughout the movie, and but a lot of them are just when like they play to the wedding scene. Are they playing um, themselves then, basically? Or yes, do they, they okay. are playing themselves. Nice. It's based on a real person, apparently from from the nineties. I'm gonna 80s. have to watch this now. Like, I'm gonna have to check it out. It's yeah, it's awesome. got just got a ton of people in it, and. Uh, well, that's one thing I've noticed, man. Anything that Adam Sandler is involved in, he's going to bring his buddies. You know what I'm saying? And now it seems that he's got this deal worked out with Netflix, man. Because didn't he do that uh, Ridiculous Six? Is that what they were called? Uh, so it's got Adam Sandler, obviously. Kevin yeah. James, Colin Quinn, Nick Swartzen, uh, Jackie Sandler, Terry Crews, Rob Snyder, uh, Luis Guzman... Huh. Arsenio Hall's in it. Quincy Jones, Weird Al. Uh, Rob Reiner, or Rainier, Chris Elliott. This is awesome. Uh, it has Milo Ventimigeli from Heroes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Just most people, it looks like they left a lot of them off of IMDb because because who the fuck has that amount of time <laughs> like, to type all that shit? It's amazing. Good stuff, buddy. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean... It... Anyways. Next story. All right, hit Alien me. Alien Listening Project picks up 11 unusual signals. Okay. So this comes from Mysterious Universe as well. So... If you, I'll just read this story. If you spend $100 million to listen for aliens, you probably want to see results pretty quickly, right? I'd say so. uh, that's how much Russian billionaire Yuri Milner and a few others invested in 2015 in the Breakthrough Listening Project, Damn. a 10-year program that listens for unusual signals that could be from extraterrestrials. Uh, with two years gone, the project felt it needed to give an update on the website and in the Astrophysical Journal. So far, it has identified 11 signals that are unusual enough to take a closer look. Huh. So 11 signals over two years. Um, the Breakthrough Listening Project is managed by a team at the University of California, Berkeley, SETI Research Center, and uses the Parkes Telescope in Australia, the Green Bake Bank telescope in West Virginia and the automated planet finder optical telescope at Lick Observatory in California to collect radio signal data. Pretty badass. Um, A lot of radio signal data. In just two years, the project has accumulated eight petabytes, which is eight million gigabytes. Good God. uh, Of data. From observations of just 692 stars. What? Uh, that 
that had been designated as possible candidates for alien life. A total of 1,709 stars have been selected for the project. They've only gone through 692. Jeez. So they still have about 1,000 left. Only over 1,000 left. So. Only 1,000. Each really is observed for three five-minute periods, and the stars fall into one of two categories. A, within 16 light years of our sun, or B, up to... 163 light years away. That makes sense. If the Breakthrough Listening Project sounds familiar, it's the group that spotted the irregular dimming of Tabby's star. I was going to say, we talked about them before. Yeah. Uh, It has since been determined that the dimming is not due to a Dyson sphere or other alien activity, but is caused by a comet fragments interfering with signals. I didn't realize that they figured that out. It's pretty cool. Um... What about the 11 other signals that didn't fit the unusual or the usual pattern? The Green Bank Telescope looks for signals in frequencies ranging from 1.1 to 1.9 gigahertz, where artificial ones can be designated from or distinguished from natural sources like pulsars, quasars, radio galaxies, and micro or cosmic microwave background. The electromagnetic radiation left over from the time of recombustion in Big Bang cosmology. Uh, Let's see. The 11 events rose from the threshold of significance and ranged from 25.4 to 3376.9 signal-to-noise ratio. Not sure what that means. Do you know what that means? No, I don't. Although the search has not yet detected a convincing signal from extraterrestrial intelligence in the early days... The work that has been completed so far provides a launch pad for deeper and more comprehensive analysis to come. Um, so yeah, they've they've spent a hundred million dollars and they have these eleven signals. And I thought that they were going to tell us what was. Supposed, I mean, apparently they're out of they they don't know what they are. Right, they're anomalous and they haven't figured out what they are. So that makes them special, of course. So. Still though, so no aliens yet well, that we know of. Not yet. Not yet. We're probably getting there. Probably, yeah. You think so? The, I think they're already here. You think they're already around? Probably. They're know. on the midnight meat train. <laughs> so hot. I just watched that movie last night. Yeah? And <laughs> the concept is cool. Yeah. The actors, like, they got Bradley Cooper and then uh, Vinnie Jones in it. Oh, shit. And I recognize the girl, too. So, I mean, the Bradley Cooper's a... Then this isn't an older movie. Right. So, he's a high-paid actor. But the... The effects were bad and, like... Oh, man. the, The, um... A lot of the mono, or a lot of the dialogue was just cheesy. <laughs> but basically, well, I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Spoiler alert! It's been out for a while. It's on Netflix for free. But basically, it's alien. The midnight meat train is feeding yeah. aliens with human bodies, and Vin, okay. uh, uh, <laughs> Vinny Jones' character is the serial killer that's capturing people on the midnight meat train. Gotcha. Bradley Cooper's a photographer. Oh, that's hot. Big. <laughs> very, very nice. 
Dude, I'm sorry. Like, this... Ugh. I can't look at the profile picture anymore. Well, like, you were right, okay? I will give it to you. You were right. This lady is going to haunt my dreams anyway. I'm going to put the picture as the background picture on Ectoplasm's Facebook page. I'm fucking kill you. <laughs> so, um, in, in your uh, travels throughout the internet, did you find any odd stories... About possibly how we're all gonna die. Nope. <laughs> Were you yawning? Are you yawning right bit. now? <laughs> um, nope. I uh, <laughs> I did see one. Oh yeah. But it. Yeah, I'm still crossing my it fingers. It wasn't about different ways. It was basically just contemplating. Yeah. The possibility of whether we're gonna die or not. You know, I'm still kind of crossing my fingers over here for the. Uh, God, it's and this month. The World month. War Three starting? Yeah, like, isn't it... When was that? It's this Friday or this, this Saturday. I'm like, yeah, it's like this coming weekend. And going yeah. until October, if if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if we'll survive till then. Hey, that's when it's supposed to end. We're going to figure this shit out, though. We're going to find out. We're I did find one other story, though. Oh, let's do it. And it's out of Chicago. Ooh. Where Hysteria 51 is. That's right. The lower fourth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> they're in the upper fourth dimension. Oh, excuse now they're me. In the studio. Damn it. Damn it. All right. So, multiple witnesses report Mothman in Chicago. What the fuck? No way. This comes from coast to coast. Uh, three separate witnesses in the Chicago area reportedly spotting, uh, spotted an enormous flying creature that some have likened to the legendary Mothman entity. According to Roger Marsh of MUFON, uh-huh. who received the reports, the sightings all occurred during a four-hour period on the on an evening in mid-April. The first known appearance of the creature occurred around 10 p.m. when the initial witnesses or the witness says that she and her husband, as well as a pair of friends, noticed what looked like an enormous bat flying over them while they were out on Lake Michigan. Interesting. Uh, she speculated that the mon- the monstrous flying beast was around six and a half feet long and possessed eerie eyes that glowed in the moonlight. So they must have been out at night. Yeah. Um, although the mysterious creature departed rather quickly, the group then saw a bright green UFO skim across the sky. Okay. So this is interesting. <laughs> Uh, the pair of odd observations left the witnesses shaken as she told Mufon that, quote, I began feeling this overwhelming sensation of dread and told my husband that I felt it was prudent that we get off the water as quickly as possible. A subsequent sighting of the creature happened a mere 30 minutes later when a group of people noticed a huge owl-like creature that looked to be six feet tall and had glowing red eyes. Damn. The scene was so strange that they speculated it could have been a lechuza, which is a legendary shape-shifting entity in Mexico that transforms from an old woman into an owl. So a witch. Right. Um, In the final report, a man said that he and his co-workers saw the creature at around 2 in the morning the same night. 
He marveled to Mufon that the flying thing was nearly seven feet tall and was jet black aside from bright yellow eyes. Okay. Similar to the initial witness, the man said that the creature made everyone feel very uneasy. And some of this more daring co-workers, or some of his more daring co-workers, actually threw rocks at it. Good lord. Uh, while Marsh stresses that the series of reports could be hoaxes, Chicago residents may want to keep an eye out on the sky over the next few weeks in case the puzzling creature makes another appearance in the area. So, Right, so Brent and John... <laughs> I think we need to task them to go look for so it. I think so, too. I think so, too. I'm going to message Brent right now. Like, this needs to happen right now. Have you seen Mothman? <laughs> Flying around Chicago, the Chicagoland area. Interesting stuff. Very interesting. Oh. Cool, cool. Well, I tell you what, guys. Um, I'm going to throw this out here real quick. Um, 913-730-7255 It's the Ectoplasm Show phone number. You can also text us, text pictures. Uh, ectoplasmshow.com uh, At Ectoplasm Show on Instagram and Twitter. And The Ectoplasm Show on Facebook. And uh, Jason, my man, why don't you uh, tell them a little bit about this cool uh, little secret society thing that we got going on. So we do have a secret society. It's called EQ Experiments. It's over at patreon.com backslash ectoplasm show. And we just got another new patron last week, Miranda, out of Wichita. She's texted the show quite a bit. Thank you very much for that, though, Miranda. Yes, and I will be getting with her about getting her info for her shirt that she will be receiving for the level she joined. Um, yeah, you can. If you join at a five dollar level or above, you will get a free, exclusive episode. Yes, just for Patreon members. Correct. Once a month. If you're at a ten dollar level or above, you will get an exclusive T-shirt for those different levels. Absolutely. And even for a dollar, you can be in our secret society and be like us and you'll get a weekly or monthly newsletter and access to the store for yes our secret society which i am in the process of building build it up i like it also we need to thank pod bros go to podbros.com our podcast network go check them out i think john got lost in the Swamps. I haven't heard from him oh, since shit. then. Oh shit! So I think we may have a missing four one one case on our hands. Here. <laughs> it's our fault. Uh, super cool guys over there, though at uh, at Pod Bros. That is for damn sure. They treat us good, treat us nice. So definitely go over and check that out for sure. Uh, anything else, my friend? Mm, uh, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, I tell you what, you guys have a great, great rest of your week. And we'll be talking to you bright and early on Friday morning with our topic episode. Peace out. 